Greetings, citizens. I'm your host, Donnie. With me is Dave. That's right. I forget what Zorak used to say. Probably nothing. He just had that sound effect behind him whenever he was on camera. I remember him having a specific repeat saying. He would just make a joke, I think. Or play a song. Oh. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't have a keyboard here. <laughs> Why not? I wasn't prepared for this setup. <laughs> okay. Would, would you have gotten a keyboard if we talked about it earlier? No. I would have been Moltar. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah. You can pull a lever. Do you have a lever? Pull it. There we go. All right, good. We're ready. Switch cameras. Switch them and we're ready now. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we got a big show here. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got the Space Ghost comic. We have uh, female furries. We have Old Man Hawkeye. We got some Walking Dead. Umbrella Academy came out. Fucking a lot of things here today. Yeah, so, this is the most jam-packed episode ever. I think it of, is, yeah. What is it called, by the way? We didn't bother introing ourselves. Oh, giraffes have black tongues? Comics. There you go. Comics, yeah. <laughs> so jam-packed, we skipped the intro. That's how big this episode is. Now we had a Space Ghost intro, I think. Oh, you mean the yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we yeah, yeah, intro yeah. our <laughs> podcast after doing that shitty stick that we stick that we just did, which we shitty nailed shtick. by the way. Yeah, that, which I we, think nailed, we nailed by that. the way. You should have played that transition. Oh. I got it in Inviso in. I should have took that. <laughs> that's that's the sound of Invisoing in. I, think. I, I thought that's what you were doing when I was pulling the lever to switch cameras to you. Maybe I'll put some sound effects Fuck. in in post. We we really should have rehearsed this. God damn it! Yeah. We already fucked it up so badly. But, uh, yeah, I guess so. I thought you were standing stage left, and then when you had me pull the lever to switch to the main camera, that you were supposed to in- teleport into the camera, or into your desk, right then and there. <laughs> Space Coast style. I think every time you talk, I'm going to put that sound effect when Moltar is on screen. That like weird tone that they play constantly. That'd be cool. Yeah, it would. Well, anyway, I guess this is the perfect lead-in to talk about Space Ghost first. So, what did you think about the comic, Space Ghost? From 2016. It was solid. You could definitely tell it was from the exact same time frame as that uh, Hanna-Barbera like, cartoon relaunch, because he looked so much like the Fred Flintstone from that Flintstones book we read a couple <laughs> months back. He did, yeah. Space Ghost is running around without the hood, and I don't like that. I want Space Ghost well, to always it's, wear it's the hood. It's an origin story, though. So he's not always Space Ghost. He has to become Space Ghost. Originally, yeah. he's just Thaddeus Bach. Well, should have been Tad Ghostal. <laughs> like in the show. That's true. I, I don't been. know where that last name been. came from. The Bach. Yeah, I was always under the impression his last name was Ghostal. It definitely was in Coast to Coast, but I guess maybe that's something they changed to make it funnier. It's better than Bach. Maybe that was just an alias. Like, I, I bet now that he's Space Ghost, his last name has been changed to Ghostal because Thaddeus Bach is now dead, as he, he mentioned many a time. Oh, true. Throughout this book. So maybe he assumed a new identity. Tad Ghostal. He's just a ghost. I like the origin story that these kids, uh, Jace and uh, <laughs> Jan, had for Space Ghost way better. Where it's just some shitty fairy tale where it abducts bad kids and ties them to the moon until they behave. Like, what moon? Because <laughs> this is happening on some far off alien planet. So it's, it, they just call it the moon as if it was like Earthlings referring to our moon, the moon. But there's every. <laughs> Citizen of every single planet in the universe refer to their moon as the moon. 
Because, like, some planets have, like, multiple moons, too. Like, there isn't just a moon. Yeah. So, so what is the moon, moon, then, in that sense? Yeah. You're right, yeah. It's a mistake. They should have, they've overlooked Jace, this. God damn it, Jace, you, you made me question everything, science, on a scientific level here. Right. So, yeah, Jane and, well, no, it's Jan and Jace make an Jane appearance Jace, in this. yeah. Referencing back in that time when everybody had to have a little boy sidekick. Or little girl sidekick, Space Ghost kidnapped two children, and well, <laughs> they used to have like a pet monkey that hung out with them too. And I was really hoping we would see that thing, but he yeah. didn't make an appearance, and that sucked. That was that was also my next note. Was talking about that monkey. Uh, I was really waiting for the monkey, or maybe like a big gorilla or something, to make it more badass. But no, not nothing. Just no monkey. Disappointing. So yeah, this one starts with uh, Tad Bach. Or uh, Taddy, Th- is it Taddeus or Thaddeus? Thad. Oh, yeah, let's call it, yeah, Thad. We, we definitely call him Thad. Thad Castle. Thad Ghostel. Yep. Thad Ghostel. That's a better name. But it starts with him joining the an elite police force that's corrupt and shit. And he has a pregnant wife, you know, so he has like a whole family thing going on. And he doesn't want to do corrupt shit. He just wants to do the right thing all the time. And that ends up getting his wife, his pregnant wife, killed by the elite people when he does not, you know, listen to them and let them do their shitty uh, killing arms dealers and shit. So that's kind of how, you know, he starts his uh, time as Space Ghost here. He's, like, nearly killed by Temple, who's the leader of this uh, police force, and is left on a planet and survives by this other dude whose name I forget now. What's Solomon. Solomon, yeah. So Solomon is also living on this ghost planet, which is also where they filmed Space Ghost Coast to Coast, and uh, helps Space Ghost out, and probably builds a TV set at some point, I would imagine. Yeah, like I like to imagine at the very end, because he's like, I need you to build something, I think you're going <laughs> to yeah. like building it. I like to imagine it's the uh, live studio audience uh, recording studio for the show. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. It's not a spaceship or anything like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, he's got the spaceship already. Is uh what what's that the Phantom Cruiser? Is that what it's called? I don't know. I think it's Phantom Cruiser, but I might be wrong. Anyway. So Solomon had one of the coolest nicknames ever. He's called the Blood Mechanic. Which <laughs> man, what a badass nickname that is. I like it. Fucking metal. Yeah, it is. And they called him that because he built the gauntlets. I didn't realize Space Ghost's power all comes from these gauntlets that he wears. But he puts on those gauntlets, and that's when he gets the powers, so... Well, and the, uh, he, he has the Inviso belt. That's how he turns invisible, is because of the belt, though. So I think it's just the whole suit. Yeah, but the, the gauntlets, like, make him shoot the uh, energy blasts. And that's kind of where he got the Space Ghost costume. Well, his costume, his default special service costume was, like, the same as the Space Ghost costume, but he didn't mm-hmm. have a hood or the emblem. Once he put on those gauntlets, he somehow magically had those two pieces of the costume, like, ready and waiting. Well, if you, if you noticed, um, the cape is given to him by Solomon when he finds Space Ghost initially. You know, Solomon was wearing that cape, and then they were kind of, like, trading the cape for a while during that time. Uh, I don't know where he got the hood, though, but when he, when he first puts it on, it's like, it's a, definitely just an executioner hood. You know, yeah, it looks is. like, yeah, it's a, that, which, that was pretty cool. It was like a more badass version of Space Ghost trying to get his revenge uh, before he changes his mind and his hood eventually fa- like gets trimmed to the hood we know today. 
didn't his uh his power bands did something stupid. Now I can't remember what it is. Oh yeah, he had a bug repellent button in his power bands. I thought that was really a specific thing that was put in there. He presses a button and then like it's like a force field for bugs, like that off thing that you wear to keep mosquitoes yeah. away. Yeah, that was pretty. I guess that's you know well well thought out. Well, you know, keep the mosquitoes well, no, away. I think the bugs are like the uh, main enemy force that everyone in this galaxy has to worry about. So you got to build that in, in in case you ever run into them. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize how famous they were then. The bugs, by the way, are just Zorax. Yeah, well, it's all Zorax Legion, but they all look yeah. like Zorak. They're all the same they do. type. This is a very serious version of Zorak, too. Like, he yeah, Zorak wasn't different. nearly as fun in this. Like, he wasn't, no. like, quick-witted yeah. with the big quips every now and then, playing him out on the uh, commercial breaks and that. Like, yeah. not the Zorak you're used to. He does not play piano at all in this. Well, he might he might have, like, in his downtime on the ship. Yeah, maybe get between the panels. If he did, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think he's just practicing on his keyboard. <laughs> that's true. That's his, that's his real passion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Controlling the galaxy, that's just like, it's a hobby. It his is. His real yeah. passion is keyboard. Right. So so anyway, Space Ghost uh, has to face off with Zorak, who teams up with Temple. Temple like loses an arm at some point, and then gets a Zorak arm, and just puts it on his arm. So now he has like a praying mantis hand. Which I yeah, thought that, that was, was weird. Funny. <laughs> like, I, I wasn't sure if I missed, like, what the fuck happened there, but yeah, he just randomly, like, one page, he's now got his Orac arm, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, when they meet, Zorak puts this uh, worm into his head to translate uh, Zorak language to English or something, or to make his brain understand what they're saying. So that part was pretty fucking gross. That, that worm, I didn't like that worm. That's how I learned Spanish. Oh, uh, yeah, if only, right? Yeah. What else here? So, yeah, this is basically just Space Ghost, dis- you know, discovering what he stands for and deciding to, you know, fight for what is just and good and uh, and also deciding to adopt those children, I guess. But he was, a f- he was, like, being very cold and distant to the kids at first because of the loss of his own son who was not born yet. And we never knew, like, it was never... A guarantee that it was going to be a son. It was just him and his wife, like guesstimating they're going to have a son because they wanted a son. But the one, <laughs> so there the was one never dude, any like. There was confirmation though. The dude who killed the pregnant wife says, "Congratulations, Hammer. it was a boy." Yeah, Hammer. He says, "Congratulations, it was a boy," and so I assume he cut out the fetus and could see the dick or something like that. So I think there was confirmation about it. And I think uh, we see the okay. ghost boy. We see a ghost boy as well. We do see a ghost boy, but I mean, that's him losing his mind, kind of imagining in it. I was thinking, is, is that him? That's how losing I his took mind? it. Okay, because uh, they were on a ghost planet, so but I he couldn't never tell if knew real the ghosts. sun, and the sun was now magically like a, a four-year-old kid. He wasn't a dead fetus kid. So I mean, that, I took that as <laughs> yeah, him just kind of like going crazy. That time doesn't really add up, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's been on that planet for years, I guess, maybe, with Solomon? I don't know. That's true, yeah. He does grow a, a nice beard, and it gets, His like, shaggy hair. awesome. Yeah. That was cool. I like bearded Space Ghost. That's what I like. Bearded Thad. Bearded Thad. It's great. Bearded It. Yeah, he was, he was getting, like, uh, he was starting to get that Thor hair, too. Uh, I would not be against it. 
what else did he do here? The art style of this looks very realistic. I was going to say, I have a note here specifically about one page, mm-hmm. just the illustration. In it. There's a uh, amazing skyline shot that they had. It's on the same page where they first meet the wife. It's right before he gets home. There's this insanely awesome uh, illustration of just the skyline in the background. Like, holy shit. That was so good. I made a note <laughs> just about how great, good that looked. Beautiful scenery in this book, I guess. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, the art was really cool. It was like, it, it really popped. But I think when they had a close-up of the people, like, they put too much detail in the faces. So it kind of looks weird. It's like in SpongeBob SquarePants, how they would have, like, a cutaway gag of some, like, super detailed, like, frame of animation to gross you out. It reminded me of that. I've never watched SpongeBob. All right, well, never but mind. Wait, I would, I would have, in, like, a super detailed face cutaway grossed you out. Because they would, it would, it's to show something's really gross, like, oh, this dude, like, looks old, he's really wrinkly and shit, and, like, withered, or, like, something's really dried out, so they really, they really take a, take some time to draw that. Oh. That's kind of what it reminded me of in this one, so, I don't, yeah, I don't know, it was weird to me, it looked out of place, but anyway. Moltar was not in this book, that was disappointing no, to me. No, he wasn't. I think that if they would have just replaced Temple with Moltar, it would have been fine. I think that's what they should have done. But Moltor is not a part of the origin of Space Ghost. Maybe, I don't know it, but maybe Moltor, or maybe Temple actually is. Uh, maybe. I, mean, I've, I have no idea. But I can't imagine that in the 60s they would have, like, pregnant wife being murdered. Why not? That's how you, that's how you develop a hero. Taboo you have to then. have them overcome some great tragedy. But for a I kid's mean, cartoon... they can't all have parents that die. Some of them have to have significant others get murdered while pregnant. Yeah, but a kid's cartoon it's just how you make 60s, a hero. So I feel like they probably took a lot of liberties for this one. I would have liked to see Moltar. I just want to see Moltar. At least burn Temple's face and then make him have to wear that hood, and he becomes Moltar. Just do that. I just want to see fucking well, they Moltar. Did have, they did have those two giants with the uh, the on the, his first mission with the special ops. They're the two giants protecting that slug guy, kind of as his muscle. And they were sort of in the suits of Moltar. They were just like exaggerated versions of him. Yeah, but it's not Moltar. It could have been. Or Brack. Where's Brack? I want to see that one too. The Brack Show. Yeah, that's the Brack Show. This isn't Space Ghost. Yeah, but the Brack was Brack was always hanging out in coast to coast too. He would he would come by every once in a while and say like, "Hey guys, I'll sing a song." Yeah, origin. Okay, all right. The origin of Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Is what the origin of Space Ghost Coast to Coast. This is how he got the deal for the show. Sullivan had to make that studio. But in this in this version, he has a very serious talk show where he gets into some deep shit. Yeah, it's like Maury Povich or something. <laughs> well, not, not so much like a Conan O'Brien late night show. Yeah, it's like you you are the father. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he does for the first couple of years, and then they relaunch it as a comedy. Right. Or maybe it's like a conspiracy theory thing. Maybe you could do like an Alex Jones thing. Well, I was thinking eh, you were going to play know. your cue for that since you mentioned him. No, I don't. I, I, that was off the cuff. I didn't have that planned. Shit. I know. It's unfortunate. I don't have any Alex Jones clips at the moment, which is too bad. It really is. Let's see. I guess that. Yeah, that was all my notes. What about you? Anything else? No, I, I am. Like, I think this was just a one-off, like, little six-issue series. I don't think it's still going. Yeah. 
I'm very curious to know what the hell he had Solomon build next. I really want to know. Yeah, they didn't really, it didn't have a really tight ending. They they left some shit unanswered. Yeah, maybe maybe there was a possibility they were going to continue on, and so you kind of had to leave it open-ended. I would have liked another volume. See what he's doing after he's established himself as Space Ghost and everything. I'm, I'm curious. You know, give, have another chance for the monkey and for Moltar to get thrown into the mix here. Maybe some Brack. I enjoyed it, though. I, I, I liked it. I had fun. It was cool seeing Space Ghost being serious and kind of badass looking. Uh, I liked when he was chasing around those uh, elite guys and just like terrorizing them and like fucking with them with his invisible shit. It was pretty cool. Yeah, th- there was just a little bit too much Thad for me in this. Not, yeah. I, I mean, I get it's an origin story, so he has to build up to be in Space Ghost, but it was heavy on the Thad, and they kept calling him Thad, which was really weird. <laughs> it was. Or they kept calling him Bach, though. They they just calling him by his last name. That oh, yeah, part I didn't they kept, like either. They kept using a name as opposed to just calling him Space Ghost. Yeah, true. Or if they if, if they were at least saying Ghostal, I would be into it more. I guess that makes sense, too. <laughs> Yeah. Alright. Are you ready for some reviews? You know it. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Some fucking reviews. I have a five star and a one star. So the five star is titled Space Ghost. (laughs) Brilliantly written and beautifully drawn. I hated it ended. Honestly, I would <laughs> Honestly, I would love a follow-up series, one of the best origin in quotes stories I've ever read. Loved it. I don't know why he puts origin in quotes cuz it is an origin. Yeah, that's a little weird cuz I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea why you would do that. It's absolutely an origin story. There's no need for quotes. It's that's what it what we mean. Um and I agree with them that I would have liked a follow-up thing. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been cool if it continued on. Like when I was searching for this one, I did see in 2018. It, it looks like it's specifically supposed to be like more about the 60s style cartoon, is what it looked like from the artwork I saw. But there is a 2018 series that they did. You you said that was a well, future so. future quest, right? Future quest is what it was called. I think that's a that is a. But I think it's like a crossover between yeah, a like crossover. him and like Johnny Quest and everyone. Exactly. So I think that's like more things. It's at least got more Space Ghost stuff. Yeah, true. I guess we'll have to check that one out. We've read a lot of these Hanna-Barbera things, so we'll check out a crossover at some point. Okay, one more review. This one is one star, and the title is one star. Book arrived damaged and with ripped interior pages and scrapes of inside of back cover. What the fuck? I knew that's what it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> or like took too long to get here. I couldn't read this quickly enough. So yeah, check it out. If you're a fan of Space Ghost at all, it's it's interesting. I think a Space Ghost movie would be pretty cool. Do you think they would ever make a Space Ghost live action superhero movie? No. <laughs> because the only audience you're going to have for anything Space Ghost is going to be people who grew up on Coast to Coast. And if you make yeah. a movie about Space Ghost, it's going to be nothing at all like that. So your audience is going to feel let down and angry about having no idea what Space Ghost actually is. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a market for it. Yeah, but I think that serious Space Ghost could work. If you... I, I, I think there's potential there. Like, he is kind of cool. I guess he still looks a little 
too close to Batman, maybe that would be a problem for people. But I think there's potential. He could do a lot of cool stuff. He can he's flying around through space. He has cool enemies like Zorak and Moltar that you could use, and Brack. I don't know, maybe make it kind of half-serious? Or no, probably not. You'd probably have to go one way or the other. Anyway, though. Let's see. So let's move on here. Uh, transitioning to Old Man Hawkeye. Speaking of desolate futures and uh, oh, speaking death of and sadness. And old superheroes. Yeah. I guess that could have worked. Speaking of um, Zorax yeah. and waves, there were Venoms in waves here. There you go. Oh, there. yeah, that's true. So yeah, this was Old Man Hawkeye, an eye for an eye. What'd you think of Old Man Hawkeye? Uh, it was okay. I don't know. <laughs> not not that great. I, I didn't mind it so much. I, I it was a It's a quick read. That was merciful. Old Man Logan turned up. That was cool. Of course he did. Yeah, he has to. First issue. I thought he was going to be following him around more. So I had to remember that old man Logan, it was the future version of Wolverine from another universe. It's not like the 616 universe. Because immediately the first character we see, besides those two, is uh, Jamie Madrox, multiple man, who is Mm. one of the two main mutant characters that get killed off during the whole X-Men versus Inhumans fight. So I'm like, how the Mm. fuck is he magically back? And then I was like, oh yeah, this is an alternate dimension world. So that explains it. But it's it's like a spinoff of the Old Man Logan series, so that's kind of why you have to make him at least have a cameo in this. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, every book could use a little bit of Logan, to be honest. Every every single team needs its own Wolverine. Yeah, it needs a Wolverine, or it's not a real team. Yeah, that's what I always say when it comes to my comics. Yeah. Like, the Avengers don't even really count as a superhero team because they're lacking a Wolverine. No, Wolverine's a diehard member of the Avengers. Not in the movies. Well, that's why those don't count as Avengers movies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I shit all over so much, because they don't have Wolverine. Yeah. Get Wolverine. I liked Old Man Hawkeye's long hair and beard combo. I thought this was a very cool look. Yeah. Big fan of beards. Yeah, especially with long hair. Fucking awesome. I guess that that's something else they had in common, Space Ghost and Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, true. So, yeah, whoops. Oh, wait, Transition. Thor, Thor hair. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he mentioned Thor. He did. So, yeah, when uh, Hawkeye runs into multiple man, he's, uh, I, I like all of his awesome headshots he's pulling off with the arrows. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was badass. I was a fan of that. And then he starts and then missing. He missed one. Yeah. Yeah. I never miss. I, I don't like how times have been tough on Multiple Man in this universe. Like really? he's magically like missing a tooth and he's got some super, super, super shitty like what you think of as an old West like gangster character fucking awful facial hair going on where it's like No, it's like Lemmy from Motorhead. Handlebar. Yeah, that's fucking stupid for like an awesome. apocalypse character. No, fuck no, that. No, dude, it's totally that's appropriate that's for lame. an ap- apocalypse character. That totally makes sense. Of course you would trim You're your beard gonna, like that. No, because no one in the apocalypse is going to style their fucking beard as hipster as fuck. You're going to either grow it out or you're going to shave it. You're not going to like... Haven't you seen Mad Max? I think there's lots of hairstyles like that. 
Wasn't there? Didn't people have beards? I don't know. I can't remember now, but I'm sure there was. The movie was boring. I didn't really watch it. Really? That was boring? <laughs> yeah. The movie was like a 100% action sequence. What, what do you mean it was boring? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I thought it was good. I never like care for it. It's dumb, but it's not about the story. It's about the big, stupid action scenes. Oh, yeah. It was no, it was no how to lose a guy in 10 days. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> if you want story, go for romantic comedies. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so Hawkeye has glaucoma, and I thought this was going to lead into Hawkeye starting to smoke a bunch of weed to heal his glaucoma, and that didn't well, actually happen. Apocalypse. Maybe all the weed dispensaries have been uh, destroyed. Well, I mean, old man Logan was doing some farming. I mean, what else would he be farming? Get some weed from him. True. So, I mean, surely. What, what else would you grow in the apocalypse? Only weed. Yeah, that's all you need. The girl he went to see, the nurse, was Claire Temple from all those awful TV shows that are now. Oh, yeah, that's the big news story. Yeah. All those shows are finally canceled today. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, too. They're all canceled. They're, they're officially canceled. Just when I was getting into Punisher so, so much. Yeah. And they take away season three from me. And now what's the point? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and also, I think that we should refer to all the characters as uh, old man. So that should be old man Claire Temple. Yeah, because she has aged quite a bit. Yeah, all these old characters. I, I wrote old man in my notes so many times, I just kept calling them <laughs> old man blank. <laughs> so like old man Venom. Take, uh, fuck, old I, man I multiple like, man. I do like that that's their name, though, for some reason. What's, what's what, the old man? Yeah. It is funny. In this universe, in this universe everyone is called old man. Yeah, everyone's old just man old Joe, man. Old man Joe, old man Peter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Old man Hawkeye. You'd be old man Dave. I'm old man Donnie. Yeah, I like how the Venom symbiote is just hiding in a river and Madrox, the only Madrox that survived, the old, one that old Hawkeye man, missed. Old man Madrox. Yeah, the only old man Madrox that survived after old man Hawkeye missed. Yeah. He's trying to get some water to like get his bearings and he doesn't realize it's infected by the symbiote and then old man Venom. Uh, yeah, yeah, old man, man Venom. It's his, it's nah, it's old, old man, man. Venom. It's, it's alien. Neither symbiote. is Claire Temple. It doesn't matter. She's old man an old person, Venom. though. Old woman. Right, I'm going to call her old man Claire Temple, though. I, I think it has to be old man. It doesn't matter what their gender is. No, or I'm what they saying, are. I'm saying that it's an alien symbiote. We don't know that it ages, <laughs> period. What, what, did, uh, what did that Edgelord guy say in Venom? I, yeah, for, I, guess I forget everything age. about that terrible book. <laughs> I don't remember. It was so bad. What is he it? said that he created um, and they were poisons or some stupid yeah. bullshit about swords. His name? Well, I can't even remember his name. Is like Meme the Edgelord or something. I can't remember now. All right. Anyway, so the old man going. symbiote. All right. Good. Magically, just hides in this waterfall or this uh, little spring, and as old man Madrox is uh, getting a sip, it infects him, and then he uses the multiple man power to just spawn like a thousand old man venoms. <laughs> and they're fueled by the hatred of old man Madrox is dupe, and they decide to go and kill old man Hawkeye because of that. So they're chasing after him like this entire book. I do like the like insane cast of cameos that this story had though. That was cool. Oh like, yeah, we meet old man Bullseye. Like later, well, old man Bullseye was weird though because at first I thought it was old man Cyclops because he had like the visor sort of. He had a cano visor. Page where I was like. 
Yeah, I was going to say, it's basically Kano from Mortal Kombat's uh, yeah. vape visor. And they do explain that it's because they use old man Deathclock technology to turn him half cyborg. But I like the blindfold, old man blindfold was there. Who's... It was weird when they he... Old man blindfold and old man Hawkeye meet. And they have this weird little moment where old man Hawkeye is like, Hey, do I know you from somewhere? And she's like, I don't think we've ever actually met. I was going back and thinking, I was like, hmm, have they never crossed paths in any story ever? Because Blindfold is like one of the bigger new X-Men mutants, like the the new school class. But she never goes out in the field with them for any of the missions. She's always just stuck there at the school. And during like Avengers vs. X-Men, she never really pops up. So I don't, I guess it makes sense that they would have never once crossed paths unless Hawkeye somehow gets like invited to the Xavier school. Okay. Or the Jean Grey school as it is now. I, I was uh I was confused about this blindfold person. She's a mutant. Okay. By the way, uh Kenshi from Mortal Kombat. This is what she reminded me of. A lot of Mortal Kombat going on in this book. Nah, Blindfold's been around longer than Mortal Kombat, I think. Oh really? Okay. Early nineties both maybe? I don't know. I don't know how old Blindfold is. Early 90s book would be... Well, yeah, that's before Kenshi, for sure. So what, she she can see the future, and I think later she was, like, drinking poison slowly from her coffee to make herself die? Because she knew the Madroxes were coming, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty pretty badass move. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I was impressed by that. That was cool. And Venom's like, fuck! Old man Venom. Whoops. Yeah, come on. Yeah, my bad. So there's a... Old man Tanya was dating old man Ultron. Is that is that a thing? Who's Tanya? Oh, is Tanya his ex-wife? His ex-wife, yeah. She was like hanging yeah, out with I Ultron. I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah, what the fuck? I okay. don't think that's a real person or character. Neither is that daughter. Like, I, I do like, there was one part where uh, he had a picture of Luke Cage back in like the Power Man Luke Cage days. Yeah. And... I never read the old man Logan specifically, but I did read like an omnibus where it had like a preview issue of old man Logan and sort of like told the backstory of it. And like the entire story of that, from what I gathered from just that one issue is that the Hulks take over the planet and they kill everything and everyone old man Logan survives. And then Luke Cage survived for a little bit, but long enough to get his daughter, Danielle Cage. She's kind of like the key to the, that whole story for some reason. And so Ooh. I do like that later on Hawkeye is like at home or something and he's looking at a desk and he's got a picture of Luke Cage and Danielle. So there's a nice little tie-in right there. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I, I, I want to see old man Luke Cage, though. I would read that. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Going back to old man Bullseye. Old man Bullseye is really badass in this one, but I don't really know why. Why is Bullseye such a badass? Because he carries around... Electra's sigh as like a trophy from his murder, maybe. Well, yeah, I just, I just, I just don't know why he's so dangerous. Like his superpower is that he's good at throwing. No, it's not that he's, it's that he's like can't miss. He's a. That's his power. He throws. He's gonna hit you. Okay. Be good enough to like kill you if he wants it to. I see. Like he does that with the cards when he's. Yeah, he did. Whoever that random family was. Yeah, he murdered a whole family. That was pretty cool. 
No, I think he spared the wife. He spared the wife. He's very merciful, that guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's robot. He was looking for old man Hawkeye, but why was he looking for old man Hawkeye? I forgot about that. That's his counter, I guess. That's his ultimate test, maybe? Oh, because he was the sheriff. So he got called in there after the murder. And then when he realized it was old man Hawkeye and all the uh, superheroes are supposed to be dead. So that's oh, why right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Skull, old man Red Skull starts sending every mercenary after him. Yeah, president like old a, man a, Red Skull. A family of uh, Cravens. Yeah, the Cravens family. They weren't old man Craven. I was, I was, I was no, excited. I thought seeds. it was, I thought it was old man Craven. They were Craven's seeds. Yeah, they're like Craven's grandchildren. An old man bullseye just destroyed the shit out of all three of oh, them. Yeah. They were nothing. Like it was such a lopsided fight. It is. So then he sends uh, old man Taskmaster after him. Right. I do like that old man Taskmaster explains to old man Bullseye, like, there is no retirement for guys like us in our profession. You die or you kill. Right. And then you just keep going until you eventually get killed. That's right. What? A, hold on. What was I talking about here? Oh, uh, there's a really big theme about eyes in this book, by the way. So we have Hawkeye, Bullseye. He has glaucoma in his eyes. You know, he's going blind, so Hawkeye has to get his revenge uh, from the Thunderbolts or whatever uh, before he goes and blind. the orb. The orb, yeah, the orb, what the fuck? The orb is just a dude with an eye eyeball for a head. So that that part was pretty stupid. What's up with the orb? The only thing I've ever read with him in it was, uh, I forget what this series is called, fuck. But it's where, it's where Nick Fury kills the Watcher, Uatu. Mm-hmm. And that's where the orb he he gets cut open when uh Bullseye kills him and he steals that eye from inside of him. That was Uatu, the Watcher's eye. Oh, it, it shows everything that's ever happened in the six one six universe or in huh. that universe of whatever planet that Watcher is responsible for. But um, I think it's called What If or shit. But it, it's it's the series where uh, Nick Fury rever- reveals to Thor. About uh, Angela, his sister, being a character who they completely forgot about, and they let get kidnapped, and that's when Thor becomes unworthy, and that's how he loses Mjolnir. Oh, okay, huh? But the orb was a small part of that. I forget exactly what all he was doing, but he was dicking around at Uatu's <laughs> base on the moon. That's the only probably, thing I've ever seen him in. He was probably looking at stuff. Yeah, um, chances are. <laughs> And his name is Mr. Orb, they were calling him. Well, that's just because now he's like a, a man of power. Like, he owns this bar, so they call him Mr. Now to show him okay, respect. Okay, I see. But he's Mr. I. It's not Orb, it should just be I. What the fuck? No. I mean, not <laughs> every character is 100% named after what they <laughs> look like or are. But he should be. Don't call, it's pretty Wolverine obvious. isn't called Claws. Professor uh, X isn't called Wheels. I'm sure somebody's called him Wheels at some point. Yeah, it was some awful joke in like the Deadpool yeah. movie. Yeah, I'm sure in the 90s too. Though they were saying Wheels all all the time. Someone like a like a really young cool character, probably Gambit. I could see Gambit saying Wheels. I would think more like Jubilee. She seems like more okay, like young yeah, and like work. youthful ignorance. Right. Yeah. All right. So anyway, but just because he's a giant eyeball doesn't mean lesson him to be just that like give him a name but you're already naming him after the eyeball but you're just doing it stupid like the orb refers to the eyeball Eh. 
I know you're trying to be clever. Uh, it's not clever enough for me. But calling him I is clever enough for you? <laughs> yeah, it is. I think I'm way smarter and better at writing these comic book characters. <laughs> All right, fair point. <laughs> Case in point, Mr. I. <laughs> I like that in his bar, all his stripper, like, hooker yeah. girls, he has them all dressed up as, like, female characters from back when he, back in his time before he was old man, Mr. Orb. That was pretty cool, yeah. They had, like, Electra grinding on them and stuff. Scarlet Witch was there. Yeah, Scarlet Witch. Um, but at first, though, I saw it, I'm like, oh, Electra is a stripper now. And then I realized that they were just dressed as Electra. Yeah, because it would have been old old man stripper. Yeah, Electra. it would be. Which probably people wouldn't pay that mu- as much to see. They probably want a young uh, stripper Electra. Maybe. I mean, if superheroes are such a rare commodity in this time, in this world now, maybe she would make even more money. That's true. Though Electra is the poorest choice because she's clearly dead because Bullseye is still carrying around her size a trophy. Yeah, true. So maybe Scarlet Witch is the one we should be going with. Yeah, I think so. By the way, do you know what happened to the superheroes? They all got killed. By Wolverine, I think. Uh, Wolverine kills the X-Men. Yeah. And uh, I think the Hulks kill the rest of them. Hulks, plural? Yeah, it's a planet oh, of like, Hulks, basically, now. Okay, And all they're right. monsters. Like, there's no reasoning with Banner at all. Uh-huh. I see. So in that, in that little, like, Wolverine one-off I read, it was him, like, trying to avoid angering the Hulk and, like, drawing it out to just beat the shit out of him. So he kept trying to avoid it at all costs because he's older and he, his regeneration doesn't work as well like he used to, so he tries to avoid getting his ass kicked by any of the Hulks anymore. You got old man Kate Bishop. Yeah, old man Kate Bishop. The weird thing about that was, is that Kate Bishop is probably like 15 to 20 years younger than Hawkeye Mm -hmm. is supposed to be. But in old man version, she looks like she's 20 years older than old man Hawkeye for some reason. It was really weird. (laughs) I thought that she still looked young, but they just grayed her hair a little bit. So I kind of think that I thought the opposite. Oh man, I, I thought I thought she looked so like old and weathered from like stress. Oh yeah, that's true. I guess her face was wrinkly in some of the more detailed panels, but I I, I feel like the her body shape was exactly the same as before. So she's she's kept fit. Oh, and uh, so old man Hawkeye walking around trying to find all of the old man Thunderbolts. Uh, that those fights were pretty cool. So he finds old man Atlas. And like, you know, yeah, obviously, that was awesome. yeah, that was a cool fight. So Atlas can just change his size at will, I assume. Is that true? Yeah. I think he might also have strength as well. Yeah, that, that seemed pretty clear. So that was pretty awesome the way he was like brutally murdering them. But the, uh, the next one he fought, Old Man Beetle. I thought this one was uh, really cool because Old Man Beetle is so pathetic at this point that, you know, he comes to fight Old Man Hawkeye. And just like, hey, before we fight, can you help me strap into my costume? You know, I, I, I'm alone. I couldn't find anyone to help me do that. So like Hawkeye is like actually doing it, like helping him strap into the costume. And then he's like, fuck you. I'll, I'll, I have to kill, kill everyone because of I love this uh, girl or something like that. I, I was unclear about his story, but I just like that moment of super patheticness that he had. That was that was really powerful. 
another member of the Thunderbolts team, or at least the iteration that they're using in this, is Songbird, who was from uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 2, if you remember that girl. She was um, the one who kind of like did the uh, voice projection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot out like a pink blast, sort of, yeah. and she could fly. That's that's who they're referring to as Melissa. That's her real name. Oh, okay. But yeah, he has to hunt them down because at some point in time, the Thunderbolts turned on him and, and left him for dead, I guess. Yeah. And so now he's hunting them all down before he goes blind just to get his revenge while he still can. Yeah. Was Venom part of the Thunderbolts? I, I seem to remember that. He is. I don't think he was on the team with them, though. Okay. There's been a ton of different Thunderbolts teams. Like, one team was led by Luke Cage. The other one, this one was led by Hawkeye. There's another one that's led by Winter Soldier. It's another one of those teams, kind of like Avengers, where you just kind of pick and choose from, like, okay. all the different iterations of it. Just sort of swapping them out. Yeah. All right. Let's see if I had any other notes here. Oh, going back to Old Man Venom. At one point, Old Man Hawkeye runs into Old Man Turk, also from those Marvel serieses. And Old Man Venom, he ripped him in half. That was pretty pretty metal. Poor oh, Old yeah, Man yeah. Turk. That was awesome. Finally got his. Uh, and then the other note I had is that Venom's weakness is fire, but also cars. Old Man Hawkeye keeps like finding a car and then running over Venom with it, and that seems to be very effective. Well, well, cars cars are multiple man's weakness, as everyone okay. knows. <laughs> so because he took over multiple man, that's that's why that one worked. Okay, I see. His so other, his other weakness was dinosaurs. At the very end, he kills him by having a T-Rex eat him. And I was oh, that's thinking, right. <laughs> like, oh shit, Venom's going to take over this T-Rex and become like yeah. a, a T-Rex Venom. That's what I thought was going to happen, but no, it just kills him. I can't believe that that didn't happen. I thought, I, I thought the same thing, for sure. That's going to be a Venom T-Rex. You are fucked. Maybe that's another multiple man weakness. Yeah, I guess so. Damn. It's got to be. Venom went out like a, like a punk in this one what you get for taking over Madrox. <laughs> I guess so. And I do like that they kept referring to the gang as just the Madroxes. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. I, that's why I was a little confused about that one. I'm like, what the fuck is a Madrox? And then I figured it out. Jamie Madrox is his name. Yeah. And then the last note I had was about old man Red Skull's sidekick, who just he looks like Hitler. just like Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had that as well. But yeah, he did. <laughs> That was, Toby, I think was his name. His name was Tobias, yeah. <laughs> Tobias, yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's all I have. Do you have anything else? No, that was the last note I had. Um, they, they kept hinting at Beetle Mock X, kept hinting at uh, Melissa Songbird was hidden away at some like coven mm-hmm. for like sisters of something. And so Probably at the very like end of this one, like Kate Bishop, well, no, she took a vow of silence, they were saying. Oh, okay. Because her power is sound based but it seemed like kate bishop and old man kate bishop and old man and clint barton were going to go off and reform the hawkeyes team and go find her or something in the next issue or something like that okay i see are you going to read the next issue sure it's hawkeye so why not i didn't hate the series i thought it was pretty good for what it is it wasn't it wasn't nearly as fun as like the previous hawkeyes which is what i was expecting Oh, really? I mean, it is like an apocalyptic aftermath, so maybe there's not as much joking around. Yeah. I, oh, I did have one last note. So I don't know if it was just because I had like the collected edition, the physical edition, or if it was in, included in the version you saw. But there was mm-hmm. a page right before like the start of 
book two or book three, okay. where it was a, a laid out decimated Avengers team. And like oh, uh, yeah. Black Widow was decapitated, and all Hawkeye found of her was just her remaining like head severed from yeah, her body. I did see that along with like all the dead. That was badass as fuck, man. It that was. was it was. There's some really metal shit going on there. So I I kind of want to see what that all was. So that makes me interested in the next book. I I enjoyed it. I, I it was it was fun. For yeah. Me. All right. Are you ready for a review? You know I am. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! <laughs> Alright. This is a three-star review. It's called Mixed Bag of What You Would Expect. Ethan Sachs takes us to five years before Old Man Logan to the adventure of Old Man Hawkeye. Clint has to deal with the possibility of blindness and decides to start to get revenge. Venom, Red Skull, and Bullseye pursue. Grim, dark, but doesn't have the weight of Old Man Logan. So we have one last right trope, and post-apocalyptic revenge on second and third string villains isn't as compelling as Sax would like. There may be interesting bits coming, but this does pretty much exactly what you would think this title would do. So he says like third string villains. I mean, he had he had like Venom in there. He's he's first string, isn't he? I think he's referring to the Thunderbolts, maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah, Thunderbolts were villains who turned good, so... Yeah. But Atlas, I mean, like, Atlas and Mock X, those aren't big names. No, those ones aren't, but I, I guess I would but put Bullseye, Bullseye. And Venom. Bullseye and Venom are pretty top tier, I would say. Bullseye maybe not as much, but Venom for sure. Yeah, Venom for sure. Red Skull is irrelevant, he's nothing. Yeah, who cares about Red Skull? Yeah, maybe he's right, okay, third string, just Venom. Venom's not third string, and he was, like, the main, uh, one of the main bad guys in this one. And Madrox. Madrox is grade <laughs> A in my book. Oh, yeah? Fuck okay. anyone who says otherwise. They're wrong. <laughs> Dude, he, right. he led X-Factor. He led X-Factor. <laughs> He's a badass. He is a badass. Alright, anyway. Speaking of female characters that turned up in this book. We Wait, also... What? We also read... Not a single... This is DC <laughs> versus Marvel. What, what? What connection are you trying to make here? That they're both female characters in both of these books. Oh, I thought you were referring to a specific female character no. from this Hawkeye story who appeared magically in this DC book. No. What? You don't like my transition? Yeah, that one was not airhorn worthy. All right. You, you, you have a try. Alright, speaking of old people, this next book stars Granny Goodness, who's an old lady named Granny. Fuck you. Nailed it. Airhorn me, bitch. Yeah. There you go. There's your airhorn. Goddamn right. <laughs> so, what'd you think of this one? So even though this was just one <laughs> single issue, I have like a thousand notes on this. <laughs> I do too. I can't right, believe so, how many right, notes I took on this one. First question. First question I have to get out of the way. What were all the like negative reviews and shit people were crying about on Twitter? Was it how like a hundred percent like politically and like socially like dead on this series was? Is that what their big gripe was? Was it all just rapist cunt bags who were crying <laughs> about how they were dead fucking on about like how America is? Is that what it was? Let me uh wait, that's let me, what I'm let assuming. Me find it. Let me find it. Hold on. They said, you know, I read these last week, but I'll just read them again because they're still on my phone. It's pretty trash, DC. I thought you people kept the tighter leash on your characters and mythos. Guess not anymore. We have, uh, just please don't go politics or forced agenda on this. 
Um, what the fuck is this? Just make a good CBM. What's CBM? Comic book Comic magazine. Book material? I don't know. Okay, something. Story and we'll be very and we'll very happy. Alright, so that first one about the mythos. Oh, Dark Seed into Har- Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay, right, so tell the me about the, mythos. the mythos that I have. All right, so Big Barda, I was under the impression, was no longer a part of like Apocalypse. She had escaped with her husband, and they were now living as good guys on Earth. At least that's what I remember from like old Justice League cartoons. So her now being back as like the main fighter, I don't really know how that happened. So maybe that's the mythos point. That second point about like how forcing the political agenda or whatever the fuck it was. Like, pointing out how shitty rape culture is and everyone's acceptance of rapists and scumbags like that, I don't think that's, like, too PC. I mean, (laughs) they're scumbags and they're calling them out for that fact. If you have a problem with that, you're probably a piece of shit. Fuck yourself. The the Harvey Weinstein was dead on. Why would anyone give a shit about that in Apocalypse, though? Isn't that supposed to be a hell dimension? What is Apocalypse? Can you tell me? It's just an alternate planet it's not like hell it's it's sort of it's he's got a basically their version of thanos in a way so it's sort of more like titan if you want to relate it to like marvel so it's a planet it's just another planet yeah but it's ruled by dark side but dark side is supposed to be this godly character correct yes does it make sense for him to be like horny as fuck trying to trying to like rape and everything does that make sense i don't i've never read any of the shit with like these uh the new gods and like uh the new genesis and stuff i only know what was on season one and two of like young justice and the old justice league cartoons that i've seen i have no other knowledge of it besides that that's the extent Mm -hmm. but um i was always under the impression that granny goodness was dark side's like main general leader of like his army because she's got the special furies and they are like his go-to, his like top fighters, I thought. So I don't know like who this other dude is. Like I knew, the only guy I knew was uh, Desaad. I know who that is. That's one of his right-hand generals. Okay. But like that Willick dude, the rapey dude, Willick. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. no clue who the fuck that was or like the random other two who kept voting for shit in like the contests. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those, those contest things. So the, I think the problem with this book is that the way they... You know, it's very obvious what they're trying to do. You know, they, it's not subtle at all. Nope. I, I, I think that's what it is. <laughs> like, that's what people are complaining about. And the so the female furries, they have to... Furies. <laughs> no, they're furries. <laughs> the, the female furries have to work extra hard to prove themselves because they're women. Very obvious social commentary. So the contest they have to do to... Uh, make it into what what apocalypse's army or something like that to be seen as equals with like yeah. the other the men in the army yeah they they had a bake they had to do a bake off they had to do evening gowns and then a smile contest so that's yeah pretty pretty dumb i don't know what we're doing here let's see what else do they have here and then he had a uh... Granny Goodness had to let Darkseid fuck her the one night in order to even be left in charge of something in his army after he yeah. took over. The orphanage is what it ended up being. Yeah, she got the orphanage. Because <laughs> she's a woman, so take care of the babies. That's that's what they're saying here. So that was the Harvey Weinstein part, clearly. 
And then there was the leader of the Furies. It wasn't Barda, it was the Ariel, or Ellie. I don't know how you say this lady's name. I don't know how to pronounce her name either. Yeah, so Willick, this dude, comes in, slips Granny Goodness some money, and says, like, I need to give her private lessons with a uh, protractorate, which I thought was a condom, but a protractorate is not a condom, and I forget what it is, because they cleared it up later. Do you know what that is? Is it some kind of, like, leader of a general or something? Or, like, uh, some kind of, like, ranking as far as a military positioning? That's what I assumed it was. Maybe, yeah. Because of that word, I'm, I, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was condom. It's apocalypse. Okay, well. You don't, you don't wear condoms on apocalypse? <laughs> yeah, because that's what's weird. It's like, well, you're being a shithead and, like, paying for, to, like, do grope lessons with this girl. Yeah, so all that special instruction was was just sexual assault for, like, yeah. an hour. Just like grabbing her ass and grabbing her tits and stuff, like while he's like, "Oh, kick like this," but I'm I was I thought it was weird that Granny Goodness had to fuck Darkseid, and when this dude slips her money, she's just like happily, like gives her over, and I thought that was really, I don't know what they're trying to say with that. No, it wasn't happily. She took a second to like dwell on it. She had a big smirk on her face when she took the money. She, no, because at first she was like thinking back, like, "Oh no." She's just going to get used, but then that guy was like, this will help the Furies ranking or whatever. I'll put in a good word for him. And so then she's like, all right, you have to do this so that we can finally be equals. You have to go get raped so that we can be equals. Uh, but wouldn't she know better? You would think. It's, it was pretty stupid. There, uh, there was one more funny review, uh, or one more funny tweet about it that I read last week. The, uh, they've developed the anti-sales equation. It was trash as an SJW Marvel level trash. Won't continue with it. That was my favorite tweet about that one. It's a very creative way to say that this book is shitty. I can't wait for the reviews on this one, though. <laughs> oh, well, there there aren't any reviews. It's too new. Nobody's reviewed it on Amazon. I know. Those tweets served as the reviews, apparently. <laughs> I, I know. I was disappointed with it. So, oh, well, whatever. Are you going to continue reading this book? If we have to. <laughs> well, I, I mean, <laughs> I vote no. <laughs> I'm not really, I didn't really like it that much. I thought it was, it's not, I I have no interest. I don't really read any of the uh, apocalypse. Like, like I was saying, like the new Genesis, like the uh, new gods shit. So there's another characters I really care about. I like big Barda. She's a badass. She's the only one I had any familiarity with besides granny goodness and apocalypse or dark side. I liked Stampa. (laughs) That's (laughs) a funny name. (laughs) Yeah. That one was an awesome character. Yeah. She's just huge and just looks like she just stomps on things, I guess. Yeah, they had another funny name, Death. Yeah, and uh, Mad Harriet or something. Yeah, something like that. So, I guess those are the good ones here. Oh, yeah, and somebody said at one point that goodness has to do woman's work, is what they were referring to it as. I don't think people really use that term anymore, too, so I I think this might be a little bit off as well well apocalypse is a far off galaxy or a far off planet <laughs> in a far off galaxy you know yeah but they still have it's harvey like, weinsteining yeah they do yeah so they don't they don't get it with like american or earth culture until like years and years later but they have a bake-off that seems they're like a very now earth they're just now in thing. like the 1950s well like all the all the television 2019 signals. they're just now getting 1950s yeah, it's like if you like ever heard Kamel Najiani. It, yeah, yeah, it's that yeah. Kamel Najiani stand-up uh, routine where he says about how 
in Pakistan, they get everything like 10, 15 years later than it was from America. Like yeah. They're now, just now getting cassette tapes and shit. Mm hmm. It's yeah. similar to that. It is. All right. I guess that's all I have to say about this book. Uh, I guess it was. I wouldn't recommend it. I don't think you really need to. Like, the only things of note is like what everybody's talking about. So, you know, you don't really need to read it, I don't think. Fuck it. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's not great. I do like when they killed uh, Steppenwolf's bastard son, though. That was kind of badass. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, and they're, like, hiding the body, like, uh, like I know what you did next summer, or whatever. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Issue two, it's just his ghost <laughs> comes back with a hook hand, chases yeah. him down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I don't know. If you've got Big Barda on the team, she should be the main focus because she's the only one I know and give a shit about. And she was like the second fiddle to Aureli. Yeah. I feel like most of these characters, nobody will know. I had never heard of any of the other Furies. Well, I, I know like they're a team of Granny Goodnesses like Kring, yeah. but I had never heard of any of them by name. Yeah, and, and Furies, you know, you got to be thinking about furries when you say that name like that's a terrible fucking name why would they name it that? that's i don't know that that's such a common yes it is there. it has to be for who for everyone everyone knows what a furry is because it's funny but nobody knows what a fury is or they do <laughs> but if you <laughs> but if you if you put ies after you're just, fury, you're just trying to admit that you're illiterate is that what you're doing here <laughs> maybe you, you don't maybe understand the difference between reading one word from the other i understand the difference but when you look at the word it's very easy to make that mistake is what i'm saying if you're just, just glancing at out. it real quick if you're glancing at it real quick i don't have time to sound out every word if you're glancing at it real quick you see <laughs> furries okay uh there's a, there's sure. a lot of there's a lot of headlines to read okay so the moral of the story is reading is hard <laughs> yeah that that's what it is I would rather read female furries. That sounds way, that sounds interesting to me. That one sounds awesome. Yeah, I would read that one and probably like it more. What we're reading next week, furries. <laughs> yeah, is there a furry-based book? God, I hope so. Obviously, we're researching that right now to find it. <laughs> right. All right. Anyway, let's let's move on here. We still got a couple couple more things to talk about. Yeah, action-packed episode. So let's go with. So we'll do your Walking Dead review. Yeah, we'll do the Walking Dead thing. Uh, I still don't have a Fuck. drop. Sorry. Fuck you. What's the point then? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll do one today. All right, just sing one off the top of your head then. The Walking Dead update. Oh, so half-hearted. It was half-hearted. But kind of so are these episodes here. So that kind of leads us in pretty <laughs> nicely. <laughs> um, in this episode, we're getting a lot of flashbacks to Lydia's upbringing like when she was a young child at the beginning of the outbreak uh being locked in a shelter for like a month with her parents with alpha and with her father and in this one there's a huge continuity error which later i think maybe it, it might be an unreliable narrator situation but her father angrily cuts his beard off saying to alpha like you always like this beard but i always hate having a beard and then like i'm gonna cut it all off so he's like shaves off his beard, which kind of is the opposite of what would normally happen in my experience. Usually people don't like the beard that much. Then later, Alpha 
she kills some dude because he was being too loud, you know, trying to get out of the shelter. You know, he's going like a little stir crazy there. And, you know, she murders him. Well, first of all, you see Alpha being a very caring mother and singing the song to Lydia while her father looks like a, you know, comes off as a big shithead. But then you see later when Alpha kills this person that the father is like, oh, fuck. And then like starts singing the same song to Lydia. And then the next time we see them, we see the dead kid lying there, you know, right? Probably hours later. And the beard is fully back on this guy. So I really enjoyed awesome. that. He he is totally clean shaven when she killed the dude and then fully has a beard grown back when the dude's just laying there. Because it has to be a couple hours because he can't leave the dead bodies there that long, you know, before they turn. Unless you kill him the right way. Yeah. So I, I, I thought that was a big continuity thing, but then it's kind of later revealed that Alpha has been filling Lydia's head with like lies and shit for many, many years. So she's not really sure what's true. So I think maybe that's why I think I think her remembering her father cutting his beard off was actually Alpha cutting her hair off. I think she conflated those two things is what they're trying to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lydia says to Carl, too, your dad's an asshole like mine. And then Carl, too, says he's not my dad <laughs> about Daryl. <laughs> so they're literally oh, man, using the hoping, same lines. No, I was hoping it was about Rick. <laughs> yeah, I know. But they're, they're literally just taking the lines from the, from the books and just putting them with these new characters that don't, these lines that don't work anymore because the, of the Oh, wait, the yeah, changes. Rick's not even on the, I forgot no, about that. No, he's not Shit. even in Never there. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. So it's about, <laughs> it's really fucked. Jesus Christ. I know, right? Oh, and. Uh, been at straws at this point. <laughs> There, there was a scene with uh, Lydia's parents too, and uh, Lydia's mom says, "We're, we're not going out of the shelter." And Lydia's dad is just like, "Bitch," and then just like goes and cuts his beard off. <laughs> that was also happened before. He had a really good bitch in there. It was, it was pretty funny. Oh, so Carl too was locked in the in the cellar prison with Lydia, you know, because he did something that I forgot. So he has his his punishment. And Daryl's just like listening to them, like eavesdropping right outside the door. And Carl too starts telling Lydia about the kingdom. And that makes Daryl just fling open the cellar doors like Buffalo Bill to like go in there and like drag him out. It was pretty good. It's a good, it was a good Daryl moment. I like the way he opened those cellar doors. Let's see what else we had. Oh, the sign language people said ride or die. So I like that. Who are the sign language people? The uh, the people who were introduced, um, and now I'm forgetting all their names. Uh, oh, the Dan Fogler character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Like his group. Uh, they said ride or die. Cool. Oh, okay. And then the last thing about this, we're finally introduced to Alpha. Present day, they, the whispers show up to Alexandria. And <laughs> Alpha has a very Southern accent. So it sounds ridiculous. It sounds like uh, like Rogue. The way she says I, because she's like, I am Alpha. <laughs> so that's the way she talks. That's what we're dealing with now. Is that's this not, ridiculous that's accent. Old. It's a good thing she doesn't get, it's a good thing she gets killed off fairly I know, quickly yeah, then. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe how over the top that accent was. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, wait. So did uh, Beta, has Beta appeared yet? Not yet. I'm assuming oh. soon though. Yeah. We're just, at the very end, we're introduced to Alpha with the mask off, with the cue ball hairstyle. And that's, that's all I had with this one. This episode was kind of just, I don't know, it's just talking to Lydia and 
waiting for the credits to roll. So that's, that was about it. <laughs> and that is hilarious. None of the characters from the book are remaining there, so they just fill them in. Yeah, like this one had <laughs> zero. <laughs> it's so stupid. Jesus. This one had zero of the uh, original characters. Like there was no Carol, there was no Michonne, there was no Maggie. It, Michonne's it was... not even one of the originals. Well, yeah, and that's Neither true. Maggie. They showed up yeah. way late. That's true. Were, like season two and five. Yeah. I guess I guess you're right. So Daryl was the only one from like, you know, the beginning of the show that we even saw this episode. It was all these like dumb new characters that no one cares about. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's a mess, man. Ten more years, I can't wait. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. I can't <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens here. Such a mess, dude. The show's such a mess. I I don't know how many seasons they're really gonna be signed on for at this point. Like I think everyone's lost interest, except for me. So please do more seasons. Yeah. This is yeah. good content. I enjoy this content very much. I like, I like listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. All right. Anyway, speaking of TV shows, damn, Perfect. where's my fucking air horn? All right. Whew. Perfect. Yeah. Fucking well-timed. It's almost an emergency. Yeah. Umbrella Academy came out, the TV show. The show that came based off our recommendation. Exactly. Netflix yeah. Heard that picked it up. Right. You're welcome, world. <laughs> yeah, this is this is our our fucking doing here. Goddamn right. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I got it all the way through. It's ten okay. episodes. I got halfway through. I got I got to episode five last night. But I was I kinda like was dozing off in episode five. It was maybe late, I was tired. But I think I remember it well enough. What do you think? I like it a lot more than I thought I would. I was uh, yeah. I was pretty impressed with it. I thought it was Good gonna thing. be kinda shitty. But it turns it turns out to be pretty cool. Uh, I lo- I love Mr. Pogo as the father figure with his gray monkey hair. I love the gray <laughs> hair. I love the gray hair on Mr. Pogo. It's fucking great. <laughs> Space Boy still has the Earthworm Jim build. I think I talked about how he looked like Earthworm Jim to me before. Still has it. The the robot mother as well. I thought was built up a lot better than in the comic books yeah in the comics they're just like oh mom's a robot fuck her and in this one they're like <laughs> yeah they actually like <laughs> discover <yeah>. it <laughs> well yeah they well I, I feel like they always know but they still consider it to be like a mother to them for some reason but i thought that was nicely done klaus laughs like beavis from beavis and butthead so that was pretty funny what do you think of uh, Cha-Cha and Hazel? Hazel and Cha-Cha are, they seem smarter in the, in the show, but they're also way less effective in the show. Like, so I think that there's things that are better about them and things that are worse. Because in the comic books, they were just like, just fucking murder and nothing will stop them. They don't fail at their murderings. But in this one, yeah, they're like to, fucking to up all fair, the time. To be fair, our comparison from the books is only two issues deep, and they only appeared in the one issue, so we don't know that much about the book version of them. But well, they were yeah, murdered like, really in, in the book version. They were just well. I mean, they're the space time cops, so I'm, I'm sure they can come back at some point. I would imagine because they they repair the bodies and shit, and like enhance them. That's true. I, guess so I would they think they'll be back. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're way more defined in depth characters. Especially Hazel. Hazel, like, 
develops feelings yeah. for the uh, Agnes instead of torturing her and killing her immediately. Yeah, the, the donut shop lady. They yeah. bond over donuts. Yeah, I was surprised at how much, how much they go into the characters of those two. Because they were just straight up villains. That's why I'm wondering if there's like an uh, issue or something of the, of the book where it goes like just does an entire backstory on them, maybe. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe there is. Mary J. Blige, I like, I like her as Cha-Cha. She killed it. Yeah, she was doing great. Yeah, those, those fight scenes, I was surprised. Pulled them off fairly well. Even their masks come off pretty well, too. I, I think that those weren't too bad at all. But yeah, I was, uh, I, was, I was impressed with this. I don't know what happens episode by episode, but has number six been in it at all? Other than yeah. just the one flashback as a kid? No, yeah, number six has been following around Klaus like this whole time. Like when okay, Klaus yeah. was coming down from his you know, drug addiction and stuff and all those other dead guys were talking to him and telling him what Hazel and Cha-Cha did. He was still, he was kind of helping him through that. But yeah, a lot of number six in this. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. Speaking of number six, though, why does Ben's ghost age? Yeah, that's very weird. Then I don't understand <laughs> how that magically happened. I, I did not get that part because I, I, he did die when they were children, right? In the book, yes. I, I don't know if they, yeah. they don't actually <laughs> show when he dies on the show. They do have the statue memorial for him. I don't know what it said the, uh, the death oh, date yeah. was. Should have looked I, at I that. I didn't pay close enough attention to it, but yeah. Because they're not still fighting together as a, a superhero team. They've all been retired except for Space Boy for the last like however many years. So yeah. it's not like they're still going out on missions and shit, so it's not like he recently died. Well, I guess... I guess it happened in Space Ghost too. His his son aged. His son's ghost also well, aged. Well, yeah, the son aged. Yeah, shit. Is that like a so ghosts age apparently? So they do age, I guess. Yeah. Breaking news, which we Holy just discovered. Shit. Yeah. Scientifically proven as of yeah this episode through comic books. Yeah. Yeah. Comic books have proved it. Yeah. So that was weird. Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, number five is pretty awesome in here. Him being a total shithead translates really well to like being like, Hey, fuck you, everyone. I'm smarter than you. Or like, Hey, you're dumb. Fuck you. Give me coffee. I think it works really well. He was cool. Yeah. He was pretty good. Yeah. I guess the other thing is, is uh, Ellen page does the dance of our people in the first episode. That was pretty, some weak ass dancing there. Some very white people dancing. I don't remember. Why was she dancing? Everyone was dancing to that uh, I Think We're Alone Now song. Oh, that, fuck. In yeah, the first okay, episode. The I don't know why they're dancing, but they were all dancing to it. I, I'm not sure what that scene really, what we get out of that scene, other than Ellen Page looking like a total jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that show's really good. I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing watching it. So I really yeah, like I it. I'm debating whether or not to continue my Netflix subscription, but because of that show, I definitely want to see season two when it comes out. So if I cancel it, I'll definitely pick it back up again. Why are you going to get rid of Netflix? They're raising the price a dollar. Fuck oh, them. fuck that. For what? After what are they? Rid of, after getting rid of. All right. So they may hate <sighs> making those Marvel shows because Disney doesn't let them do or use any of the characters they want. Yeah. But that was like their biggest draw for me. Well, yeah. I mean, Umbrella Academy is a close second or third. I mean, Orange is the New Black was another good one, but that one ends this year. 
So after that, I mean, there's not really anything worth sticking around for, but they're raising prices now. Oh, I think man, it's because the they fuck? want to keep making these god-awful, like, movies and originals and shit. Yeah. But other than, like, these two in the Narcos series, Narcos Mexico is okay. It had some awesome murder scenes in it, but... Okay. Eh. I, um, I'm trying to think of other shows. I can't... Oh, um, Hell at... No, fuck. Haunting of Hill House. House. Haunting of Hill House. I, didn't, I still haven't watched that one. Oh, that's good. I like Big oh. Mouth. Actually, Umbrella Academy uh, kind of reminds me of the Haunting of Hill House tr- family drama. So it's like, I think Umbrella Academy is Haunting of Hill House plus X-Men. I think that's pretty much what that show is. Hmm. Do they have any other shows? Yeah, they have others. I don't really watch <laughs> any of the other ones. <laughs> I don't they, know. Yeah. They that's had a good uh, stand-up comedy. Yeah, I haven't watched stand-up in a long time. It's basically, I would only watch stand-up when... Uh, Louis C.K. or Bill Burr comes out with a new stand-up. That's like the only time I ever watch stand-up. But Louis C.K., you know, I don't know. We'll see when he comes back. I think he's going to come back. Oh, one more one more note about uh, Umbrella Academy was their father. What what did they call him? It wasn't Mr. Hargreaves. What, what did they call him? I forget his name when they're in the field. Yeah, fuck. Oh, well, they called him the Monocle at some point in the book. The mo- so oh, yeah, yeah, that. okay. That's yeah. what it is. Um, I was trying to remember his first name or his title, though. But anyway. Oh, Reginald. Reginald. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought you were asking what his like, code name was. I, I like when, uh, when Number One was talking to him when he's the last one left. He's like, since you're my Number One, you got go, to go do this mission for me. And he's like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to call me Number One because I'm the only one left. He's just like, ha! And then just goes back to work and doesn't say anything else. Yeah. We don't need the numbers anymore. I'm the only one here. I, I, I really like that 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 ha. And it that that was it. That was a really good ha. I don't the only thing I didn't like was uh none of them refer to each other by their like even field code names. Like uh at some point in time Allison's daughter talks to Space Boy on the phone and she calls him Space Boy. And I think one of them, someone does call Seance Seance, but other than that, no one ever like says the code names for anyone. Yeah, they they were kind of not really using those at all. I forget what Diego's code name was. Um, it was son of a bitch. I forget. Diego is kind of kind of reminds me of the Punisher a lot, so I, I do like that about Diego. Except with knives, not guns. True. Yeah. Just throwing knives everywhere. What what was that? There's like a movie where you could bend bullets. Do you remember that? I, and I can't remember what movie it is, but it's like you twist the that gun a, and the bullet will like yeah, shift around somewhere. A, the, the dude who plays Professor X in the new X-Men stuff. James McAvery. It's like, I think it's just called Wanted. And Common is in it. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. That reminded me and, of that. Uh, like Angelina Jolie. Okay, I, I never actually watched it. I just remember the preview, like, oh, that's kind of stupid. But yeah, yeah that's what good. that's what his his uh, knife throwing is like. Is like, you yeah, can twist he the did that one awesome bullets. like thing where he threw the <laughs> knife and it like went around the corner. Yeah, that part was awesome. It's cool as fuck. He's the bullseye of knives. He is very much so. So yeah, I, I highly recommend the show. It's top notch. Um, I'm hoping in season two, Space Boy will get fat as fuck. So unless unless he has, I've only watched first half of the season, but I, I imagine he's not fat yet. Yeah, you'll have to watch the rest of season one. 
There's some badass parts in episode okay, eight, okay. and the very end of the season is awesome as well. Well, yeah, I saw the title is The White Violin is the last episode, so I, I know it. we're going to see that one. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I know already. If, if you read the book, if you listen to this show, then you, you, you know if you go back has to go. to episode, oh, I forget what our episode is, but yeah, I do too. we retweeted them all, week long, yeah. all weekend long, so just go back and listen to those too. Yeah, you were putting those on Twitter, I saw. All right, watch the show. It's good. I was worried it was going to go through the entire Apocalypse Suite volume of books, yeah. like all through that first episode. I was worried. I, I, text, I think I texted you. I think they're going to burn through the books just about as fast as Outcast does, because it seemed like after episode one, they were already like three-fourths the way through <laughs> that book, yeah. but then they were able to like jump time a little bit and kind of space it out, so they finally wrap it up in season or episode 10, the finale, so yeah, I, uh, I think that feel better. Yeah, I think they're they're pacing. I I do like the pacing. I I don't feel like these episodes are a slog at all. You know, they they feel uh they feel good. The length is good. Yeah, and and since it's fortunately for like a, a streaming service, not a network where you have to like space yeah. it out. There's no filler episodes of crap. Yeah, I do like that. It's only ten episodes. I think ten is a good number for an hour long drama. More than that, I, I don't know what we're doing. Like Lost, when you have like twenty four episodes. It's like, what What the fuck do we need 24 episodes of this for? I guess that's it for Umbrella Academy then. Yeah, definitely check it out, everyone. Yeah, it's it's worth it. More importantly, listen to our episodes reviewing the books. Yeah, you can just do that instead of actually reading the books. Just hear yeah, what we have to say. save yourself the time. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you want to save money on Netflix, Dave, you can get a really discounted version at thepiratebay.org. So why don't you try that <laughs> website? Oh, yeah. I'll sign up for that monthly membership <laughs> yeah. instead, maybe. So it's much cheaper than Netflix. Interesting. <laughs> All right. I think we're going really long here. Well, are you ready to wrap things up? I guess so. All right. It's an action packed, jam packed episode. We yeah, lots them of stuff. Of time. They knew. I know. We knew. Everyone knew. All right. So, what do you want to read next week? I think I'll pick the one I was going to pick for this week last time. All right. Uh, we'll go Hit Girl Volume 1. I'm, I was trying to pull it up because I forget what the little name of it was. It was Welcome to Columbia, maybe? Hang on a second. I'm going to pull it up and just double check. Hit Girl is the... From Kick-Ass. The... Okay, yeah. That's right. That was Nick Cage's daughter, right? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, Hit Girl... Volume one. You're looking up a title? Yeah. All right. And all the results for some reason came up with Batgirl. God damn it. What the fuck? <laughs> cool. That's what I was looking for. Thanks, Google. Okay, so maybe each okay, so okay, so this series it seems like each volume is her going to a different location to just run amok. This is called Hit Girl in Columbia. Oh. And then Hit Girl Volume Two is Hit Girl in Canada. Hit girl in Rome. <laughs> wow. What a fun travel book. It's like that uh, Christmas vacation or something. Yeah, except way, way, way more stabbing and shootings. True, yeah. I might might watch that kick-ass movie again. Next week, I want to read Amazing Spider-Man Red Goblin. So this is a book Red from... Red Goblin. Yeah, it's uh, apparently Norman Osborn. Gets taken over by Carnage. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. 
So I really liked the last time we read Amazing Spider-Man. I love that issue with Norman Osborn becoming a Doctor Strange. So I really I want to see like more of that. I I like I like Norman Osborn. I like Willem Dafoe too. Mostly Willem Dafoe. Hopefully he says avenge me. <laughs> I think you might be yeah, I think you might be a little bit let down then if you're hoping for Willem Dafoe. I just want the Red Goblin to say avenge me and then I'll be happy. Please say avenge me. All right. So follow me on the internet at D Lewandowski. I'm on the internet at D Stu the God. We're on the internet at giraffes HBT pod. We're also we on patreon.com backslash giraffes have black tongues. Good job. Fuck yes. <laughs> There's your soundboard one. Nailed it. First take. Yeah, there we go. Airhorn. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing a lot of Twitter stuff lately, so be sure to follow us on Twitter. We're, we're having some fun on there. Such fun. Very much fun. You can tweet <laughs> us your suggestions for future books there as well. Yeah, please. Tell us what you want to read. Donnie's got that email drop already prepped up, so we're just waiting for someone to suggest any book, any fucking yeah. book. In the history of comics, and we'll read it, and we'll even mention you on this, and Donnie will play that drop for the first time ever. That's right. The ball is in your court, listeners. It is. If you want to hear these drops, then you got to suggest something. Yeah. On Twitter, our goal is to follow more people than Lil B, so we will follow you on Twitter if you tweet at us. What a lofty, lofty goal we've got. <laughs> what does he follow? He follows like 1.6 million people. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I think that we can get check. there. We, we can get there. We can get there. Follow everyone. Gotta hit that fucking button relentlessly. Oh, yeah. I, I do it when I'm like sitting there watching. I was sitting there watching Umbrella Academy just like with my phone <laughs> following people. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing awesome. to do. Yeah. All right. So join us next week for Hit Girl and Amazing Spider-Man Red Goblin. What was it Hit Girl in where? In Colombia. In Colombia. Good place. It's probably going to be some... Lots of drug lords. Coke plants, yeah. Knife-wielding sword fight, stabbing shootings. It's going to be good. I'm excited. Hitting? Yeah. Girl. And Norman Osborn plus Carnage? That sounds fucking crazy. Let's check that out. Let's and we will next week, everyone. Bye. Boom. See ya. What a sign off. Fucking nailed it. Fuck yeah. Gold star for that shit. <laughs> <laughs>